concludes another episode of Deal It to the Podcast. I'm Michael K. And I'm Allison. We didn't do an episode last week. Mm-mm. And I'm sure the seven people who listened to us were just devastated oh, about I got, this. We got one email about it. So the one person who listens to us was devastated. And I was rude because I didn't put up a note or anything. But <laughs> We just ghosted our seven listeners. Our one listener. Yeah. So, but we skipped last week because it was a crazy week for me. Yeah. And I'm sure it was a crazy week for you, Allison. Most likely you had the crazier week. You probably, you have to take care of a child that is always trumps everything. (laughs) I thought, I was like, always trumps. I'm like, I don't know who she voted for. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not Trump or you would have to put her up for adoption. Yeah. Well, if she's voting in American elections. We've got a bigger issue here. (laughs) So because there will be crazier weeks ahead for us, the next few episodes are going to be on the short side. Mm -hmm. So this is good news. You know, if your nerves crack from listening to us for longer than 30 minutes, that's not going to happen for the next few episodes. We're going to keep it short and tight, which always (laughs) grosses me out saying that. Short and tight. The opposite of my asshole is what we're saying. Short and tight. Long and loose? Oh, no. (laughs) Michael, go to a doctor. (laughs) Oh, I have been. So let's start with the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So the Super Bowl happened, and did you watch any of the game, the actual game, Allison? By accident, yes. Did you have a party? Okay, so my friends every year have a Super Bowl party that I went to, but the thing is my um, daughter goes to sleep right at 7 o'clock at night, and that's when the Super Bowl started here on the east coast i forgot which coast i was on um so we had to leave all we did was like just hung around a table and ate like ribs and snacks and stuff um and then we left before the game started um and then i watched the halftime show and then like i watched oh no excuse me i watched like four minutes ahead of the halftime show because i was like killing time i'm like come on we just gotta get to this halftime show and i watched demi lovato sing the national anthem yeah that's why I, I watched demi lovato a movie mm-hmm. halftime show another movie like okay so demi lovato mm-hmm. let's start with her what did you okay i was i i sort of love demi lovato and i like i shouldn't because i'm way too old to like Demi Lovato. No, you're not. I think I am. Excuse me, I'm way too young. I don't even know who Demi Lovato is. Demi no, you're no. not too old. I don't think even... What are you saying? Like, only 13-year-olds like her? I don't even think 13-year-olds like her. They like Dojo Cat. They like Charlie D'Amelio from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, they like Dojo Cat. No, I think that, like, I think, like, a 22-year-old, like, who grew up with Demi Lovato or whatever. I don't know. I think... I like her. I like her. And I so I was, like, rooting for her. Because I'm like the Tyra Br- the Tyra Banks gif, like I was rooting for you. Because after she had her drug overdose, which we all remember, I really wanted to see Demi Lovato get back on her feet again. So I was very happy that she did a good national anthem. Like she was. So not- you thought it was good? Yeah, I mean, like you said on the website, it wasn't Whitney, but it wasn't Fergie. You know. Oh, I would have loved that. That I mean, at least me, yeah, that would have given me too, us something but you know to what? talk Demi, about. Me too, but Demi Lovato doesn't need that. After the year she had, she doesn't need she doesn't need a Fergie. So I liked it. I think that she was dressed a little bit too formal. Am I right in saying that? 
I don't know if she was dressed too formal, but it was all white. So I hope she got she, a good dry cleaner because probably. that shit got stained with her fake tanner because it was like, girl, this is the Super Bowl, not a production of Willy Wonka. She was orange. She was very, very dark. <laughs> she, she had too much fake tanner on. Yeah, she was like the color of a football, which is dangerous because then one of the like Kansas City queefs would have grabbed her and threw her over one of those wishbones <laughs> and we would have never seen her again. No, and then the Super Bowl would have been like, congratulations, the go the score goes to... The Kansas City Queefs. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I thought it was good. I thought, because she usually screams a lot, and she oh, kind of yeah, toned she's... that down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought I thought it was good. But one, of, one thing that people were talking about is Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Blue Ivy Carter sitting during the national anthem. Right. Jay-Z was there because his company, Rock Nation, signed a big deal with the NFL to produce events, including the halftime show, and help with the NFL's social justice efforts. So many called that deal crap. They called Jay-Z a sellout and said he turned his back on Colin Kaepernick and the black community, and he did it for a check. Well, I mean, I think that we can... I don't think people are wrong in accusing. Like, I don't think that's a wrong thing to say. Yeah. And then Jay-Z said in a press conference about his deal with the NFL that they were past kneeling. I think we passed kneeling. Yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is. And we're, we're done with that. We, 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 everyone knows what the we. You know what the issue is? You know why we were kneeling? Okay. Do you know the issue? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the issue? Yes. We all know the issue now. Okay. Next. What are we moving on next? And I'm not again. So to be clear, for the room, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? Jay Z said they were done with kneeling, but he stayed sitting during the national anthem. So many thought that was like an empty gesture. Yeah, well, especially because it's like if Jay Z wants to do something, then why isn't Colin Kaepernick playing football? This is the deepest football conversation I'll ever have. By the way, this is the only thing I know about football is that Colin Kaepernick does not play football anymore. Yeah, so because you, the NFL doesn't. So Jay Z, I think that part of the deal he owns like part of the team. I'm not sure which team. I'm not sure if that's been decided yet. Yeah. But yeah. So then Miko Grimes, who is the wife of pro footballer Brent Grimes Mm -hmm. and has spoken out against an NFL before, put up an Instagram story of Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting and asked, I thought we were past kneeling, though. So Colin Kaepernick reposted it to his stories. So Mm -hmm. he agrees it was an empty gesture. Yeah. Well, do you think that it was Jay-Z's choice or was it Beyonce's choice? Well, this is what I think. Okay. You know, so maybe when Jay-Z, when he said we're past kneeling, Mm -hmm. he meant we're going to sit next. And then we're going Mm -hmm. to crouch. And then we're going to stand, but not like stand straight, like kind of slouch. And then we're going to stand straight. So it's just like a process. So he meant sitting. We're going to sit now. Yeah. And then, yeah, next Super Bowl will be like hovering. You know, when you yeah, hover, hovering, hover. Yeah. crouch. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's what it's a it's a process. Mm-hmm. So the halftime show. Mm-hmm. So Shakira opened and then JLo did her thing and then they closed together mm-hmm. and they weren't paid because Super Bowl performers are not paid. They're but not? 
No. Oh the, I think at, at one point, I think Katy Perry reportedly, she paid to do it. But I don't know if that they do that anymore, but they, you don't get paid. But the download sales of their songs went up by 893%. Oh, my God. Michael. So they make money. This podcast is very educational because I assumed that you got paid a ton of money. No, they never get paid. Oh, my God. Because they because you get so much exposure. Right. And then you get to, like, say forever that you were a Super Bowl halftime performer. Yeah, and I think, like, your production is paid for and travel costs and all that, but you don't get paid. You get paid when your sales go up. Right. Yeah, you get money on the back end. Okay, so your thoughts on the show. Okay, well, Michael, I've stated before very clearly my feelings on Jennifer Lopez. I think she's incredible. I think she's wonderful. And I'm so proud that she finally got to bring out her stripper pole from Hustlers. Because Lord knows the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences did not want to have anything to do with that. Well, I thought that was, I liked like, she did like a Jesus pose Mm -hmm. on the stripper pole, which I really love because I love a religious stripper. Oh, and she looked like a beautiful cross. Well, it was very much like, because she wasn't nominated, like the Academy can chew my ass. So I did like that. Yeah, that was good. But also, I think it just showed off um, how good she is at working a pole. I think that's something to be proud of. It, um, it always is. Yeah. I think it was good. I think Shakira, Shakira, she's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't feel I have any feelings about Shakira. See, I thought Shakira way. was better than J Lo. Really, I enjoyed Shakira more. Yeah, Shakira- I think J Lo is a great performer, but I enjoyed Shakira more. You know what it is? I just don't love Shakira's catalog of songs. I love She Wolf, and I think if She Wolf had been the whole thing, I would have been more into it. But She Wolf was too short. Um, that Wolf was too short, and also. She played a lot of instruments, so I think I can, like, I, I want to give that to her. I think that's a skill, you know, that not everyone has. Okay. So I think that's good. And I think that her dancing is, like, good. Oh, I think Shakira, I'll give this to her. When Shakira and Jayla, like, turned around and both shook their asses at the same time, Shakira had the better ass shake. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, overall, I thought it was good. And I, th- mm-hmm. but I, I always like think like, you know, if you're a Super Bowl halftime performer, the only thing you have to do is be better than Maroon 5. And that's easy to do. Like, yeah, a the, dead cat can do it. It's true. At the very least, it's like aim for better than Maroon 5. If you want to put in 110%, do better than Justin Timberlake. And I, then I think we're all we're all on the same. Then page. you did an amazing you job, did a great sweetie. Job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're no prince, but you're not Justin Timberlake. I think in general it was good though. But you know what it was missing for me was um, an appearance by Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. Yeah, everyone kept saying that they kept they were so surprised because J-, J Lo has worked with Pitbull before, and they're like friends. I think. Yeah, and it was Miami. Exact. I know he is Mr. Worldwide, but he's very much Mr. Miami. Yeah, that was... He's the mayor of Miami. That was a miss. And, like, apparently some parents were mad. Of course. And claimed their children's innocence were tainted by J-Lo and Shakira's taints, if you will. Um, you know, and there's... Oh, that thing always... You know, that always boggles me well yeah because first of all it's like it's a performance and secondly what do these parents at home expect from the halftime show really not only that but i mean like a woman shaking her ass is scandalous but a man getting brain damage for your entertainment is not what do you mean 
Oh, like football players. <laughs> I thought you were referencing a halftime show, and I'm like, oh my god, are you talking about like? Well, Maroon Five and Justin yeah. Timberlake gave me brain damage yeah, during exactly. our halftime show. So exactly. yeah, but I meant football players. It yeah, well, but we don't. Here's the thing though: the ass shaking happens live on TV. The brain damage happens later on in a doctor's office, and we don't see that part. So that's true. That's they're a good a, point. They're able to disconnect. They have a cog- cognitive dis dis dissonance dissonance <laughs> you know what sound it out sound it out cognitive dissonance dissonance you know what i'm saying but while watching it okay while watching it mm-hmm. i was kept waiting for some controversy right like mm-hmm. some political statement and i totally missed the political statement me too so, not until after not until after on the internet i was like oh that's what it was <laughs> yeah so at one point j-lo is wearing a feather jacket thing and has, mm-hmm. it's of the american flag and the puerto rican flag mm-hmm. and then her 11 year old daughter emmy sings it's like a we world we are the world version of let's get loud i liked it and shakira was on drums and in yeah. front of them were children in these light up cages they but kind of i didn't like, it looked like to me like a faberge egg yeah, look like a Tron egg. Yeah, I had no idea it was a cage until mm-hmm. I read on Twitter that it was a cage. Uh, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be just like a design choice. Like, oh, look, at it's cute. Like, there's lights. Because you know how every halftime show has to incorporate lights in some kind of way? Like, it's like they have like LED lights and boxes in the back. And they're like, do you guys want to use these? I thought that's what it was supposed to be. And then, yeah, people on the internet are like, What well, was oh, supposed oh, wow. to be that, but a cage. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. JLo, she confirmed in a statement on Instagram that it was basically her commentary on refugee children being put in cages at the border. And then I liked it even more because I'm like, they're in Miami. They're both Latin. It's like they had to do it. Yeah, I liked it. I think, but I think it's good. The gossip site Love B. Scott claims mm-hmm. that Jay-Z, here he comes again. Mm-hmm. And Rock Nation told JLo to take it out of her set. <gasps> and she refused. And Shakira is a client of Rock Nation. And they apparently pressured her to not take part in that part of the show, but she did anyway. And that things were so tense between JLo and Rock Nation that she pulled out of opening the show with Shakira. I did think that. I did think it was weird that they didn't open the show together. Yeah, because it definitely felt like Jennifer Lopez and her opening act, Shakira, as yeah. opposed to Jennifer Lopez and Shakira together. Co-headliners. Yeah, yeah. at last. Um, who knew that Jay-Z was so, like, I don't know. What's the word for it? He's basically, I don't know. Jay-Z, I thought, Jay-Z doesn't like protests. Jay-Z doesn't. Well, yeah, anything for a check, I guess. I suppose. And it's like, next year he's going to play it real, real, real safe. He's going to bring back, like, up the people. <gasps> oh, yeah, but you can't you can't screen all the people. There's, there that's might be, true. <laughs> there might be one wild card in there who, like, whips out a sign that's, like, hashtag, you know, who, whatever. And then Jay-Z's like, mm-mm, no, get rid of them. The, like, secret, N- the secret NFL CIA, like, take them out. No, they'll bring back someone uh, not offensive again. Like, Maroon 5. Again. The sequel. <laughs> the sequel. Maroon 6. <laughs> so let's move on to the Oscars. So okay. the Oscars are this Sunday, February 9th. Yeah. There's no host again. Right. It's still going to be 19 hours long. Um, mm-hmm. We'll recap it in our next episode. And on yes. this episode, we're going to do what we don't do best. Predict. 
I would argue that this is maybe one of our best skills. This is our most marketable skill is guessing things. <laughs> That's saying everything. This is on the top of our monster.com <laughs> resume. So we're going to predict the winners of 12 categories. Mm-hmm. It's 12, right? Yeah, I think so. I can't count. Yeah, 12 categories. This is who we think will win, not who we want to win. Yes, because as I mentioned to Michael before, I have a have a very bad habit of throwing out like eight different um guesses for each category (laughs) i really cover my bases but i'm gonna do just like if this was if i was howard ratner from uncut gems placing a bet (laughs) this is who i would like put my money on yeah i did the same thing and it's like my choices are pretty safe so yeah okay all through award season the same people have been winning right oh yeah joaquin renee laura dern brad pitt So let's see if we think things will be shaken up. So let's start with original song. Mm -hmm. Uh, The nominees are, Allison, Mm -hmm. I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4. I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. Stand Up from Harriet. Your pick. These could all be the titles of our memoirs, by the way. I'm not going to throw you away. <laughs> so my guess... Into the unknown, into probably. The unknown, yeah. My guess is I'm Gonna Love Me Again by Ellen John. Me too. I'm that's, going with that. That's who I think it is. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Best animated feature. How to Train Your Dragon, colon, The Hidden World. <laughs> I Lost My Body. That that could be the title Colon, The Hidden World is her memoirs. <laughs> Klaus, Missing Link, or... Toy Story 4. I, my vote is for Klaus. What is Klaus? Klaus is... Is that uh, about Snow Santa Claus? You're right, it is. I watched a little bit of it with my daughter. She was not interested. No disrespect to the people who made Klaus. But yeah, it's like this guy who becomes friends with Santa. He's like a postal worker or something. I don't watch the whole thing. But it looked beautiful. You're so going with that. Okay. That's my choice. I'm going to go Toy Story 4. Okay. Best document. Uh, documentary feature Mm -hmm. American Factory The Cave The Edge of Democracy Force Sama Honeyland all right my question Michael is have you seen any of these no okay so same (laughs) have you no so mine is a stab in the dark but I'm going with American Factory okay I liked the name so I'm going with Honeyland okay sounds yummy well I was thinking Mariah Carey (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was thinking of like a, a land that's made everything of honey. Best foreign film. Corpus Christi from Poland. Honeyland from North Macedonia. Les Miserables from France. Pain and Glory from Spain. Parasite from South Korea. It's going to be Parasite. It's right? going to be Parasite. It's going to yeah. be Parasite. Best adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. The Two Popes. My guess is Jojo Rabbit. I went with Jojo Rabbit too. Okay. We're going back and forth. Uh, Best original screenplay. 1917, Knives Out, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. My choice is, again, Parasite for this. I went with Parasite as well. Yeah, but I think, think, though, there is a very good chance, though, it could be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, supporting actress. Mm -hmm. Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, Margot Robbie for Bombshell. 
I mean, do. we picked the same thing. Florence Pugh? That's who you went with? How, Michael, no. I picked Laura Dern, of course. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I went with Margot Robbie. No, yeah. I went with Laura Dern. I mean, it's going to be Laura Dern. If you're, if you're betting actual money on Oscar night, if anything, if you don't vote for Laura Dern, you're going to say goodbye to your money. Yeah. Uh, best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. I mean, I Brad, mean Brad Pitt. Brad His Pitt. publicists have been working really hard. Well, and I also read that in award season like this, when there mm-hmm. are actors who've been winning every single major award, mm-hmm. there's a very slim chance that they're not going to win. And yeah. these four have been winning, like, the golden... They've been winning everything. For sure. And plus, people like... I mean, I think in general, people like Brad Pitt's redemption story that's happened this year. Like, I think he's had a redemption story, right? What did he fall from? Oh, like the whole Angelina thing? What did he fall from? Well inside a private jet yes exactly yeah that's what i mean it's like he was kind of like brad pitt was like a bad dad and then he was like had a problem with alcohol and he got divorced and like yeah you're right now he's sober now he's friends with aniston jennifer aniston exactly he's so charismatic during his acceptance speeches yeah get ready for this you're gonna overdose on charisma when he wins on sunday so excited best actress Mm -hmm. cynthia revo harriet scarlett johansson marriage story Saoirse Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, Renee Zellweger, Judy. Renee Zellweger. Yes, Renee Zellweger. Best Actor, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Okay. I mean... It's... Okay, I need to say something. Um, It's definitely going to be Joaquin Phoenix, but sometimes the Academy will... They surprise you and they, like, don't pick who you think it's going to be. Like, last year, I feel like um, uh, the queen, what's her name? Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. I feel like Olivia Coleman was, like, a bit of a surprise. And I think that sometimes the one that you think is going to win isn't going to win. So I'm saying it's Joaquin Phoenix, but I will not be that shocked if Adam Driver ends up actually winning. Oh, no, I think it's totally Joaquin. I think these four are a lock. I think they're a lock, too. I just think that best actor category could be the only thing where, like, something hinky might happen. If like, Adam Driver won, like, one of the other awards over Joaquin, maybe. Maybe. But I think, like, you know, it's boring this year. Mm-hmm. So best director, Bong Joon-ho, Parasite, Sam Mendes, 1917, Todd Phillips, Joker, Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm saying Sam Mendes. I went with Sam Mendes, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, best picture. Mm -hmm. Ford versus Ferrari, boring. (laughs) The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Okay, this might... I know I'm going to be wrong here, but I'm still going to put it out there anyway. I think it's going to be a tie this year. Okay. Between 1917 and The Irishman. Because okay. you, you can't tell me that all of the, like, dads in the voting academy will be able to... They're like, I can't choose. I can't choose between the movie I fell asleep to on 
Saturday afternoon and the movie I fell asleep to on Sunday afternoon. Like okay. all the old dads are they won't be able to pick between nineteen seventeen and the Irishman. So that's my choice, is both. Okay. I'm going to say Parasite. Okay. I like that choice. I don't think like a movie has ever won foreign and best picture. No, I don't think so. So I think that that's going to be like the upset this year. I I really like that choice of yours. And I like your choice. Your choice makes sense. I will look at if if the Academy is as boring and predictable as we think it is, I'm going to win. <laughs> you're going to win. But yeah. if, they're, so, if they and, got a little bit of pizzazz, you're going to win. So we'll find out next week who mm-hmm. wins between you and me. And the winner is, I mean, the prize is nothing. Ta-da! It's available for everyone. This is where Allison and I go over five stories, starting with Pamela Anderson. So Pamela Anderson is 52 years old. She married movie producer John Peters, who is 74 years old, on January 20th. They have been friends for 30 years and dated back in the day. It was a fifth marriage for the both of them. But 12 days later, they announced that they had split up and needed time apart to reevaluate what they want out of life and each other. They didn't yet file the paperwork for the marriage certificate. This is all from The Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that they didn't, you know, bust their ass to get down there and file that paperwork. Yeah, that was smart. That was a smart move. Yeah. Okay, Michael, I have a gross joke for this one, all right? Okay. I'm not proud of it. Oh, I love a gross joke, so yeah. Uh, Okay, well, you might like this one. Okay, so when asked for comment... Pamela's ex-husband, Tommy Lee, was said to remark, my dick is longer than your latest marriage. It is. Well, to be fair, he's 12 inches. It's probably about the same. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. No, he's probably 10 inches. You think so? I don't know. Between 10 and 12. Tommy, let us know. Yeah. You can use my mouth as the ruler. (laughs) Okay. And see, see, this is serious. Like, it's stories like this that make me want to make a vow to myself. That before I do any kind of drug or get drunk, I need to put on a shirt that reads, do not let me get married. And <laughs> I'm serious. Gonna, and then someone's going to let you get married. <laughs> but honestly, this is a tragedy because John Peters is super rich and Pam is not going to get any alimony. Oh, like, what I a know. waste. This is really sad. She should have tried to make it at least 60 days. At least, Yeah. So a film remake of Little Shop of Horrors, which is based on the stage musical, which is based on the old timey movie, Mm -hmm. has been in the works for a long time. Rebel Wilson and Josh Gad were rumored as stars at one point. And then there was talk of Lady Gaga playing Audrey. Mm -hmm. Now the movie site Full Circle Cinema claims that Taron Egerton is in talks to play Seymour. Scarlett Johansson is in talks to play Audrey. And Billy Porter is in talks to voice Audrey to the plant. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Scarjo's been robbed. Yeah, of I playing mean, a plant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's gonna be so pissed when they tell her like, "Oh no, we want you to audition for Audrey, not Audrey too." She's like, "Yes, but I can also play Audrey too." And Seymour, yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, have you heard any of Scarjo's albums? Michael, I have, and let me tell you. This is not a good choice. <laughs> well, like, so I've heard them, and her voice is fine it's when it's fine. auto-tuned and she whispers sings. Mm-hmm. But I highly doubt she can sing the way Audrey has to sing. So oh, you if think, she... You think she can hit the high notes in No, I said uh, I hardly... I doubt. Yeah. 
Yeah. I doubt. So if she's in it, it's going to be a really short movie because as soon as she belts, Seymour, Mr. Mushnick, and the rest of the cast are going to throw her into the plant. <laughs> and it'll be the end. So Liza Minnelli has been against the movie Judy, the one starring Renee Zellweger and is about her mom, since the beginning. Liza said before that she's not involved in the movie and doesn't approve of it in any way. So Liza's on the cover of Variety, and they asked her about Judy, and she said she has no interest in seeing it, and the only thing she would say about Renee's performance is, I hope Renee had a good time making it. So it's like Liza's reboot of Aretha's Beautiful Gowns comment. It really is. You know what, though? To me, the shadiest person here is Variety, because... And specifically just because they didn't film Liza's answer. They taped it and they transcribed it, but they didn't film it. because They should have, yeah. They should have. I want to know how much aggressive Fossey Neck she gave while delivering that burn. Fossey Neck, Fossey Neck's a power move. (laughs) But see, okay, some didn't take it as shade. Right. But I took it as shade because Renee, like, played Last Day's Judy when Judy was an alcoholic and popping pills. So, like, how could that be fun? Yeah, there's nothing fun about being like, oh, you can't, you can't be kicking me out of this hotel. We're not yeah. gonna go with my children. Like that's, that's <laughs> not like, fun. And since Renee's performance is not Liza approved, she should be disqualified from the Oscars. She, mm-hmm. they, they should not give it to her. Give the Oscar to Liza for Rent a Cop instead. <laughs> and that I need to go rewatch Rent a Cop. I don't know why that made me think of Rent a Cop. I've never seen Rena Cop, but now I know what I'm doing this weekend. You're seeing Rena Cop, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of an old story, but it's something I've never heard of before, so I wanted to bring it up and talk about it. So that rapper, Post Malone, he loves beer. He's the face of Budweiser. He was at a party at Sundance and just so happened to be filmed by Page Six rubbing his nose. He like rubs his nose with his mm-hmm. finger and then puts his finger in his beer and swirls it around. So apparently that's a thing and it's like a frat boy trick. Mm-hmm. So he had like his beer had a lot of foam in it. So he put nose grease in it and it in it and it makes the foam disappear. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Okay. So I I have, but I haven't. I haven't heard of the nose one. The one I know is you put your finger in your ear and then you oh swirl it around. What? You put it's, wax? No, like you have a, if you have a greasy ear. Some people have greasy ears. Well, you put like you you like put your finger in your ear hole? Yeah, uh, yeah, or like you rub like rub it around like the kind of folds of your ear, but it it would work the same as like a nose. Yeah, you like get your fingers all greasy and I guess it is supposed to get rid of the foam, but like it really works. Well, I'm not um, trying that. That's nasty. No, no, I'm not. In, I'm not there for that. I'm not a beer drinker. So, but I'm also not the kind of person who wants to drink their own nose grease either. So, yeah, no. And when Post Malone did it, I'm surprised like the beer and the cup didn't disappear because that's what I would do if he touched me with his fucking coke boogers. <laughs> uh, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, the beer's like heard screaming like ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, finally, some dudes on Reddit claim that they jack off with a banana peel. So they, like, use a banana peel as Mother Nature's fleshlight and fuck it. A doctor named Dr. Diana Gill warned against it, telling the New York Post that doing so could leave you with a rash or sores on your dick and that people with fruit allergies could also suffer a bad reaction. Oh, my God. Michael, I need to ask you a question. I don't have a penis. So someone with a penis, what is wrong 
with men. What is wrong with you guys? I didn't do it, Allison. If I want to make a banana cream pie, I'll do it the old-fashioned way. (laughs) Jello? Box of Jello and vanilla pudding? (laughs) No, I think, like, some guys, they just like to stick their dicks in things, you know? I guess. Fucking poor Chiquita Banana doesn't need that. She doesn't... Honestly, just don't jerk off with bananas like a weirdo. Just shove them up your ass like a normal person. (laughs) And if you are going to fuck a banana, please be responsible and wear a condom because there's already enough baby bananas out there without a caring father. Do you know those baby bananas? I do. I love them. I love those baby (laughs) bananas. And this is the end of the show. But before we go, uh, we want you to uh, rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts if you mm-hmm. haven't already and if you've got a question for us or a comment you can email us at dtp at delisted.com oh if you have any oscar guesses that are different from ours let us know i'd be very interested to see if anyone's rooting for florence Pugh out there there has florence Pugh. that's who's rooting for zach florence braff Pugh. zach braff florence Pugh, and um Greta Gerwig. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so till next time. Thank you, Allison. Oh, thank you, Michael. Bye. Bye.